What's up, Buttercup? Welcome to the Shaleen Show. It's Friday. This is a Car Smart Friday edition, which means we're in the vehicle. I need you to put your seatbelt on so everybody's safe. I'm going to talk about all kinds of things today, and I actually have notes so that I, if I tend to, which has happened in the past, and I know you guys get a real kick out of it when I lose my train of thought, but you try driving and talking and remembering what you're talking about. Anyways, I have notes just in case. I have a lot to cover today. Hopefully you have your seatbelt on because we are for sure legit going for a ride. All right, let's do this. So it's my birthday week. I celebrated my birthday. I'm recording this on a Thursday and I have my birthday on Tuesday. And we also launched the Patreon this week. So we launched the Patreon on February 1. The Patreon is for those of you who listen to The Shaleen Show and you really like Fridays. Obviously, you're listening to a Friday edition right now. You like the extra personal stuff and you want more of the extra personal stuff and you can afford it. I say that because there were all these comments inside the pod squad. Like this person was saying like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to afford an extra subscription. You know, I just, I don't know if I can afford this please, I'm begging of you, then don't do it because that's not what this is about. Like, you know, there's a bajillion back episodes of The Shaleen Show. If paying for one more subscription is going to be stressful, don't do it. Like, you know, make a good decision for yourself and makes me feel guilty even thinking about that. Nonetheless, I will say I am so over the moon excited about the comments, the feedback the interaction and how happy everybody is with the Patreon content. And it's just going to get better and better and better. But I just want to say this. If you have joined the Patreon, it is so much easier for you to just download the Patreon app and then listen to the show from now on on the Patreon app, because we're going to put all every new episode that comes out. We'll put it up on the Patreon too, on both levels, ad free. So that way you don't have to like you know, kind of switch back and forth between apps and it just makes it so much easier for you. I hope. Now, if you want to have the Patreon episodes show up in whatever podcasting app you prefer, because like you have other podcasts you listen to, I get that too. There are directions in there. Just go look at the help or support buttons and it'll tell you how to add the Patreon episodes to your regular podcast app. So you can do it either way. The reason why I suggest you use the app is because Inside the app, it's kind of cool because we get to actually interact and comment and chat underneath each specific episode where in the pod squad, which is my Facebook group for only for people who listen to the Shaleen show or build your tribe, you know, the posts are like random. And I love that you guys ask each other for advice and stuff like that inside the pod squad. But you know, it's random, right? You kind of have to like scroll to look, okay, I want to see what people are saying about like the sex episode or whatever. You got to scroll and look for it. But on inside the Patreon app, you just look under that particular episode and you can see what people said. Anyways, I just want to clarify a few things real quick. If you're not interested, you can fast forward, but there's a bunch of questions. So I wanted to answer these people were saying like, is this where you're going to talk about the plastic surgery stuff? Is this where you're going to talk about Alzheimer's? Is this, you know, so, and they were like, so what level do I join if I want to hear this or that? It's not like that. We're not setting it up like that. You know, both levels there's two different tiers, both tiers. I'm going to talk about all the things. I'm probably going to tell more stories that I've never told before on the between friends level. Like I told a story this week that's coming out on Saturday about the time when I have a stalker 
And I told the story about how the time when this person, I hate to like, well, I'm going to just tell you. I told the story about the time when I was basically cornered and choked by a stalker. Anyways, that story in detail is on the Between Friends. But the tier above that is, I kind of call it Brett's tier because you get everything that's on Between Friends. But it's also where it'll just be more content with Brett and myself. And some of the stuff that I just feel like it needs to stay, like legitimately it needs to stay in the vault. Listen, my husband, if you follow him on Instagram stories, he doesn't post much to his Instagram feed, but the man is a loose cannon. And I'm I'm constantly saying like, you can't say that. That's not appropriate. Or I'm saying like, actually you're wrong. Like we're constantly debating on things. And apparently people think that's kind of funny. Makes me very nervous, but this feels safer. That's all going to be in the vault. Anyways, I just wanted to answer that because some of you, I don't want people to think like, oh my gosh, if I want to hear an update on what's going on in her plastic surgery, I have to join Patreon. No, I'm still going to talk about anything I'm able to talk about. I'm going to talk about it here. There's just some things at the moment I can't talk about because of the pending lawsuits. So it's not like I'm being gagged or anything like that. They're just certain things that what's most important to me is that I do not jeopardize in any way, shape or form these other women's cases. And so I can talk about my own personal experience. I can talk about what's going on in the cases against me. And it's just going to take a long time. You know, I go to court next week. So probably next Friday, I'll give you a little update. I think it's next week I go to court. Yeah. Anyways, so I hope that clarifies some things. I am very happy today, but I'm going to be honest. I wasn't that happy on my birthday. And I hope this doesn't get misinterpreted. I know it's going to be misinterpreted. Some of you are going to get this. Those of you with ADHD are really going to get this. So I am obviously easily distracted. And on my birthday, I decided to work the first half of the day. And I was going to take the second half of the day off and like just enjoy myself. But I didn't put that on my calendar. I just, you know, I did a couple of webinars. I recorded some podcasts. I did some work and then I was just going to take the second half of the day off. But because it was my birthday, um, I started getting text messages, you know, from my friends and family members and everybody who's like on the East coast. I started getting text messages like at, you know, 5am. So I wake up and I have 46 unread messages, which can kind of be a little anxiety inducing. And this is the part where I feel kind of like a jerk even saying this. So please understand I'm very grateful for this, but it's also, it's like the phone is a weird thing. Now, if I had woken up and there were 46 birthday cards, oh my gosh, that's amazeballs. But to wake up to 46 texts, you have to go through every single one of them and you've got to read each one of them because the first part of it might start off with like, happy birthday, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And then the second half of their text might be something that they need from me or like, and by the way, now that I got you, hey, are you available on such and such date or can I ask your opinion or can you send me this? So, and some of those texts weren't happy birthday messages. They were like, whatever, things that people need. And so I felt like I woke up the first part of the day like, oh my gosh, there's all these messages. And I usually turn my phone on focus mode when I'm like working out or whatever, you know what I mean? 
because that's one of my rules for my 1% happier, which I'm going to get to in a second. And so anyways, I, I, you know, my phone literally, I know this sounds like I'm such a jerk, but my phone was like all day long, all day long, all day long. And it's my birthday, so you would think, well, Shalene, those are all birthday messages, but they're not. Some of them are birthday messages, and some of them are work-related things, and so I felt sick to my stomach how tethered I felt to my phone. And because I didn't want to see that little number that shows how many messages you haven't yet replied to, you know what I'm talking about? I kept trying to respond to each person who said happy birthday by saying, oh, thank you so much, or, you know, I appreciate that, whatever. And then that person would like you know, tap the heart or tap the thumbs up to acknowledge that they got my reply. So now let's just say I only got 46 messages, which I didn't. I think I got like 500. Every single message that I get and I reply to, I'm also getting a heart back from it or a follow-up. So I can't even tell you how overwhelmed I became on my birthday. And then I was trying to do that webinar, which meant I had to turn my phone off for an hour and a half And in that time, a bunch of my friends did posts, you know, like happy birthday posts, which is so nice, right? But that resulted in people who maybe hadn't thought about me or hadn't talked to me in years, literally being kind and sending like a happy birthday wish. But I'm telling you, I had messages from every, pretty much every person I've ever interviewed on my podcast, every person who's number we've exchanged because I was on their podcast, every person I've ever coached, every former APD, every former employee, every person who I went to high school, who I still talk to, every family member, friends, friends of friends, acquaintances, people who once got my phone number, people involved in the lawsuit, like, (sighs) it was a lot. And I know I sound like a total jerk because you're like, oh, yeah, what a rough day you had that so many people were remembering your birthday. It's not the remembering my birthday. And I don't know if you guys feel this way, but it's like when it's a Mother's Day or Father's Day or a special day, sometimes like even like Christmas or whatever, and my phone starts blowing up like with people who send, they'll send like Merry Christmas to everyone in their phone contacts. And you're like, who even is this? I know we should turn our phones off, but like on my birthday, I couldn't because I hadn't taken the day off. So I had to be available to my team and available and we have a bunch of promotions going on. And so by the middle of the day, I felt sick to my stomach. I felt like my brain was going to explode and I was getting like lovely flowers and these wonderful messages, but I literally felt like I was going to throw up because my brain was going to explode. And I told Brett that, and he's like, listen, you don't have anything else to do. Turn your phone off and take a nap. And I'm like, okay, you're right. Because, you know, I can take an hour and a half off. I could take 90 minutes and take a nap. And then I'll wake up and I'll be able to just handle all of this. And so I did. But if I'm being honest, next year, what I'm going to do is I'm taking my birthday off and... I'm going to remind myself that I don't have to reply to everyone who texts me and say, I don't have to reply until the next day, you know, or even a couple days later. I don't have to do that. I just have to remind myself because again, at the risk of sounding pathetic, it was a lot. (laughs) I'm, I'm like, today isn't my birthday, 
And I'm so much happier. Like, and it wasn't because I was turning older because I actually didn't turn older. I actually turned younger. I woke up and I told Brett, I'm like, I am 54 and I feel like I'm 45 or 35. And he goes, you're not 54. I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. He goes, no, you're not. You're 53. Shalene, do the math. You're born in 1969. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're right. I've been telling everyone that I'm 53. I don't know at what point, but at some point during the middle of the year, I started telling everybody I'm 53. And so I'm actually, now I am 53. The tricky thing is I'm going to have to remember that I'm 53 all year long. But I am happy today. And uh, so I'm still doing my, I'm adding like one little thing each week to be happy or just a little, a smidge happier. Are you doing this with me? If not, you can jump in anytime. I don't know if you noticed this, but I've decided each month I'm going to pick a different theme, a different area of my life and try to improve it. And I'm going to take the audience along with me. This month we're doing a romance challenge. If you're not a part of it, just go to shaleen.com forward slash romance. And we put together this like, it's very simple. It's not cheesy, very simple, like doable. Even if you're like not on the best terms with your partner, it's a very doable daily suggestion of something you can do that's going to make your romantic life just a little bit better. And obviously this is for those of you who are already in a relationship. If you're not in a relationship, I apologize. This, you know, we couldn't make a challenge that would work for everybody. So we made one that would specifically help those of you who are already in a relationship. And it's just like one little thing you can do each day, simple. And I didn't put cheesy things in there. Like give your partner a foot rub because I mean, that's great. But like the average person is like, what? I'm not in defeat or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I didn't put some of those things in there where you're like, I tried not to anyways, where you're like, this is so cheesy, but I did try to make them really simple and just one little thing you can do each day. And we sent you a little calendar so you could print it out if you want. Oh my gosh, there's some funny comments in the pod squad. If you're not in our pod squad and you regularly listen to the show, hit us up. You want to be in the pod squad because it's the best group of people ever. Our link is always in the show notes below. But anyways, one of you posted up the romance challenge calendar and you put, I don't know where you posted up, but she found that her son had taken a picture of it and posted it to Snapchat and was like, like, you know, the throw up emoji, look what my parents are doing and kind of like making fun of it. And she's like, oh, I'm horrified, which is kind of funny. I mean, what is life if your kids aren't using you for humor, right? I mean, we all do that with our parents. So week one, I'm just giving you a little recap. Week one, I committed to turning my phone onto airplane mode and not returning or even responding or even looking at work-related texts during my me time. The time that I use to recharge, to energize my battery, to exercise, to like just take care of my mental and physical well-being. I don't need to be distracted by my phone. It pulls me out of my me time. And so I've been sticking to that. The second week, what I added was... That I started creating my to-do list at night. Now I haven't been like a hundred percent good about that. I've been, I'd say like at least 80, 90% of the time I've been doing it at night and it makes a huge difference because I'm waking up in the morning. It's weird. I just noticed that, and you could, you know me, I've always made it in the morning. So this is like a switch I haven't made before. I don't know if I'll do it indefinitely, but so far it's making me feel much more centered. It's allowing me to sleep better with a more clear conscience I think it stores things in your subconscious while you're sleeping. So I'm less likely to forget the things I need to do the next day. I wake up feeling like I already have a plan 
and I love it. So I, that's the second week what I added. Third week, I added jumping rope. So I actually, what I specifically said is I, I wanted to do something that I was good at as a kid and pick it back up. So it's not like learning something new, but like as a kid, I liked jump roping. When I say a kid, like I'm saying like fourth grade. I mean, you don't jump rope after you're like after middle school or whatever. But as a kid, I really liked jumping rope. I thought I was good at it. And so I bought a jump rope off of Amazon and I've been jumping rope and oh my gosh, what joy, what pure joy. Ooh, that's so fun. I do have welts all over my butt and my back, but that's okay. And because I am obsessive, I can already tell I'm going to overdo this. I need to pump the brakes, as Brett would say, pump the brakes, because my feet are already like, hmm, this feels like plantar fasciitis. This feels like we could give her shin splints, like, because I already have gone too crazy. In fact, I, I went to YouTube and I watched this. I was like, oh, let me see if there's any tutorial videos. And the first video I watched was the biggest mistakes when learning how to jump rope. And mistake number one was trying to do it every single day and getting injured. I'm like, oh, check. <laughs> Mistake number two, thinking that you can do it for 30 minutes the first time you start jumping rope and not experience like foot problems. I'm like, check. So I need to back off just a little bit. Otherwise I will end up with an injury because that's just me. I also, when I was at the gym, I met a guy. He's my new boyfriend. His name is Bernie. And Bernie is 93 years old and he is literally, like you can see he was like such a handsome man. I just know he was a handsome man when he was younger. You can tell he's got like this thick head of white hair. I posted a picture of him to my stories. I'll post a picture of him into the pod squad too on Friday. And he's got like these piercing blue eyes and he's very fit and he's very, very flirtatious. So you know he was just like a player in his day. And you know, there's, there's a new term now for players. Do you know that? Like your teenage daughters know what that word. And I don't like the phrase at all, so I'm not going to use it. But it's called an F-boy. But I don't like that phrase at all. I think it's horrible. Because a player to me it was just someone who was just like very flirtatious, maybe date a lot of girls, maybe date a lot of girls at the same time. Anyways, Bernie is a player. He is the man. I freaking love him. He trains pretty hard. I watched him. And just like hysterical and I've been having hysterical conversations with him and it's funny when so I don't give off a come flirt with me vibe at all like I never get flirted with never 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 like I've got a couple of girlfriends who they I don't care where they are men will come over and younger men and will offer to buy him cocktails and will like flirt and be like I mean I've got a couple of girlfriends you know who you are Brooke, who I'm telling you, they have this magical power that if they're in a room, men want to flirt with them. So I think they give off a certain energy, you know, and I don't have that. It's weird. And I think, and I know what it is. Like, so if I'm normally at the gym by myself, cause there's this other guy at the gym who I know he's trying to get my attention and I go from friendly Shaleen to bitch mode and like point two seconds and I put on a resting bitch face and I'm very unfriendly and maybe he's just trying to be friendly and I don't know what it is but my defenses go up and if I feel like a man my age is trying to be flirtatious or whatever and I'm just like I just want them to I shut it down and I've always been that way I don't know what it is like you know there's no harm I guess in flirting I it's probably 
it's probably, I don't know, maybe there is harm in it, I don't know, but I've never, like, there's, anyways, there's this guy, the other guy at the gym that I go to that, he's constantly trying to get my attention, constantly, and I just wear my headphones, and I completely ignore him, he will literally come over and, like, try to stand in front of me, and he'll do these, like, insanely obnoxious things to get my attention and try to get me to take my headphones off so he can say something to me, and I just literally am such a bitch, I just pretend like I can't even see him and you'd think after 10 times of doing this he would get the hint so annoying and then the other day he came over to me and he like literally stood right in front of me big smile on his face and he's a nice man I'm sure he is but here's the other thing I watch him he's doing this with every woman in the gym don't think there's anything special over here like this that's is what he does and that kind of bugs me too so anyways he like stands directly in front of me like cuts me off as I'm walking to a machine and gestures like, Hey, take your headphones off. So I'm like, you should see my face. Like I look so annoyed. So I like pull one ear phone off. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, pretty impressive what you're lifting. That's pretty impressive. I'm like, Oh, thanks. Put my headphones on and just like walk away. I'm so unfriendly. I don't know what it is. Do any of you do that too? But Bernie, on the other hand, I don't care. I like it when he flirts. He's so cute. Like the other day he said to me, I said, all right, Bernie. Well, good to see you. I'm, I'm all done now. And, and he, he literally like looked me up and down. And he goes, well, you did good. I'm like, I don't know why, but I think it's so cute. I guess because it's harmless. Everyone is talking about Euphoria on Netflix. And Sierra had watched it. And she was kind of raving about it with somebody else. And I said, oh, well, would we like it? And she goes, no. And I'm like, really? I mean, everybody's talking about you. Sure. She's like, no, you would not like it. I'm like, all right. And so then I'm like, well, now we're going to watch it for sure. So we turned it on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. I'm almost positive. And started watching it. And oh my gosh, I know everybody else is into it. I'm not at all. And I, I mean, I've all, okay, so I'm going to give you my observations from watching three episodes season one. I know that some of these ridiculously, insanely abusive, traumatic, graphic, you know, drug-induced, sex-induced, crazy things are happening in high schools. I think what they've done is, like, everything that you see in these stories, you're like, yeah, I bet that has happened at a high school at one point. I just don't buy, I certainly don't want to think that there's all of this happening all at once, all in one school, like everyone's on drugs, everyone's going to sex parties, everyone's parents are addicts and pedophiles and have lies and secrets and I just, I don't care, I don't want, even if that is happening, I don't want to believe it's happening and I don't think it is, I just don't think we are that disgusting of a society, frankly and so we watched three episodes and it's very disturbing and I'm not a prude, but like it's upsetting and it's Oh my gosh, if you have a teenager or a kid in high school and you watch this, you're just going to put them on lockdown. You're going to be like, what? Anyways, I think it is, I think these things are happening in society. I think they are happening with our youth. I think that there is a lot of truth to the essence of Euphoria, that kids are exposed to an insane amount of pornography and 
drugs at a very young age because of the internet, because of phones, etc. But it was so disturbing. And Brett and I, that's what we do at night before we go to bed is we watch a show. And that doesn't lead, you know, the, this, you know, feeling sick in your stomach and seeing something that's so stressful and anxiety producing just before you go to bed, just before you're trying to relax and have sexy time. No, that is not conducive to more romance in your relationship. So I do not recommend it. If you want to watch it, that's great. I am on day five of Lashify. I am a changed woman. I don't know why I waited so long. I don't know why I waited so long to just read the freaking instructions. I just felt like it was going to be really complicated and instructions can sometimes intimidate me. And I'm a big believer that you need to read instructions and not just try to figure things out. So I knew I had to take the time to read the instructions. So I read the instructions. I did the Lashify and I'm on day five. They're kind of coming off. So I'm going to need to redo them either tonight or tomorrow. But from what I can gather, this is going to be a huge game changer for me because my eyes aren't red. So I've been living on these Lumify eye drops that make your eyes bright white because my eyes have been red for years. And I just assumed it's because I have excessive dry eye, which I do, which is why I can't get LASIK. But, and I've gone to every expert, but since I switched to Lashify, you guys, I'm looking right now in the mirror. My eyes are bright white. What in the? And I've tried a bunch of different glues ton of different glues. I even did the falscara glue and I still had red eyes. So if for no other reason, my eyes, I can see better too. It's like my eyes aren't hurting. And I just always assumed for the last, like, I don't know, 10 years, the reason why my eyes are always red and hurting is because they were dry. Now I'm really starting to think it was probably the glue. So I'm all about that Lashify life. I think it's a pretty like tight knit, devoted community. So I've heard that you're not supposed to say what I'm about to say, but I think it's their, their bonding and their glue, etc. That's amazing. But I kind of feel like you could buy the lashes cheaper, but I don't know. We'll try that out. We'll see what's going on there. The other amazing tip I have for you ladies is rent the runway. Okay. I'm going to spill the tea on rent the runway. You know, like when you're going to go to whatever, a birthday party or an event or vacation or whatever, something special. And you want that special outfit. And then you buy that special outfit. And because it's a special outfit and a special occasion, you take a bunch of photos and then you feel like for the next special thing that you have, you can't wear that same outfit because that's what you wore to the last thing. And you feel like, well, that was such a waste. I spent all this money on that special outfit and you know, I can't wear it to these next couple of events because it's too soon. And I just got photographed in that. I don't know if anyone else thinks this way, but since Instagram, you just kind of do. And then you're like, okay, by the time this season rolls around to wear this again, now I don't know if I'll be that size. I don't know if that'll be in style. And I kind of want something different. So it feels like a waste that you bought this like nice outfit. Unless of course you're going to resell it, right? Which is great. But with Rent the Runway, and this is not sponsored. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. I'm not sponsored by Lash 5, blah, blah, blah. I'm just giving you my tips. With Rent the Runway, they have this, and I'm going to get the prices wrong. So basically for $99 a month, I know that sounds like a lot, but hang on, hold on. If you're spending at least $100 a month on clothes, this is beyond worth it. Because for $99, you get eight items. That could be eight 
different dresses. And I, I rented a dress that's like a $600 dress. But again, it was in my, you know, $99 a month plan. So I had, like last month, I had eight new dresses that I had, eight new dresses that I was able to take on our trip to Cabo. It just like, and I've posted a bunch of them to my Instagram, like almost every cute dress lately that you've seen me in has been a rent the runway. And I'm, I'm not kidding. They've got like very expensive luxury brands. So imagine getting basically, I don't know, let's say two, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, like almost $2,000 worth of clothing for $99. And guess what? Then you just send them back and you get eight more new ones the next month or whenever you, you can swap out earlier than that if you want to. I mean, you can get jeans, purses, accessories, designer goods. I mean, not like Louis Vuitton or anything, but you know what I mean? Like high-end clothing items, fine items, like nice, beautiful dresses. Okay. Here's the part that I freaking love about it. Okay. All right. So when I shop online, because who has time to go to the stores? I hate shopping for clothes at stores. I find it exhausting. I find it tiresome. I never come home with anything I like. It's just, it's too hard. I love shopping online. But usually when you shop online, like one of my favorite places to shop online is Revolve, revolve.com. But they use the same model for everything. And she is probably 5'11", 110 pounds, and 30 years old or 22 years old. <laughs> so everything pretty much looks amazeballs on her and I get it. And then I'm like, what in the world is this? <gasps> you know, and things just don't ever fit right. And that's depressing and a bummer. And then you got to return everything. It's a pain in the butt. It just doesn't work out well. But with Rent the Runway, What's cool is like, you're like, oh, this dress is cute. And then when you click on reviews, you can sort reviews and only see reviews where people have posted photos of themselves. And you can select to see photos of people who weigh exactly what you weigh. They're your height and have your body shape. So you literally feel like you actually know what it's going to look like on you. Bonus, right? So if you have a job or like, just if you feel like you're, closet is kind of stale. I mean, they've got sweats on there. They've got sweaters and dresses and skirts and shorts and jeans and and like freaking everything. It's amazing. It is pretty amazing if I do say so myself. And then you don't even have to clean it. You just wear it and you throw it back in the bag and send it off. I mean, you're going to save money just on dry cleaning. I sound like I'm running an ad right now for Rent the Runway. I need to get Rent the Runway as a sponsor of the podcast because I'm telling you, I've been using it now for years and it is, the only bad thing is sometimes I forget to send all the clothes back. Like I go too long and then I'm not getting the most out of it. Or especially during the pandemic, I, I put my membership on pause because no one was going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like we all lived in tie-dyed sweats. So for like two years, pretty much, or a year and a half, I didn't like pretty much use it at all. So, but now I'm back on that game because we're, we're back in some States and some areas. And yeah, so you're welcome. Enjoy that little shopping treat. See, let me check my notes. See if there's anything else I was going to tell you about today. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it for now. You let me know if I missed anything. 
and I'll update you as soon as I possibly can. Thank you to each and every one of you who have uh, joined the Patreon. Very much appreciate you. Thank you to everyone who, oh my gosh, you guys, all of the, that was my favorite thing for my birthday is all of you who wrote reviews for the show about your favorite shows. I like Kristen printed them out for me and I'm going through them right now. I mean, talk about that's, that is my love language. Words of affirmation via either a birthday card or a podcast review. That was unbelievable. You guys are beyond. I'm over the moon. Thank you for even, I saw in the pod squad, you guys were talking about like, how do you leave a review? And you were put, someone put up a little video in there on how to do that. Like that was so touching. Y'all are the best. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you on Monday or Saturday if you are between friends. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you are subscribed and following along. The Shaleen Show is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. The Shaleen Show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For Tuesdays and Thursdays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shaleen's other podcast, Build Your Tribe, which she co-hosts with her son, Brock Johnson. It's all about business, social media, and marketing, and devoted to helping you make more money and live more life. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.